I'm Ken Smith, and this is Faces to Places, where we talk about all things Americana and proudly sponsored by the Chisholm Lake Store Restaurant, where the taste of Americana lives. On this episode of Faces to Places, I rode right outside of Jamestown and just down the ridgeways. And it was there that I met Miss Clara Hines, and she just had her 100th birthday. Yep. Miss Clara Hines is a hundred years old, and boy, does she have some stories to tell. So pull up a chair and kick your feet up and give us a listen. I hope you enjoy it. Season 3, Episode 3, Miss Clara Hines. And, and we're between Birdstown and Jamestown. I'm, I live about halfway between Birdstown and Jamestown. Because I used to time myself for going. And I was always took me about eight. His garden to the traffic, about 18 to 20 minutes to drive to Jamestown or to Bridgestown. I understand that you just had a birthday. Well, I had a birthday the fifth day of August. I was born 1922. 1922. At Little Crab. <laughs> I, don't even, I have no idea where that is, but but I know it's down that way somewhere. And my mother died when we were all young. Manny was the oldest, and she was sixteen. And they were four boys and four girls, so, and all of them's gone now. But just me and my sister Minnie Cooper. She married a Cooper. How old are you? I'm 100. 100. My goodness. Well, congratulations on making it to 100 because not many, not many people But I didn't get no schooling. No, you might say. I just only got to the second grade. They called it primer and first grade back then. And I just only got to the second grade. Right. But I, after I got married... Why, Euphor Owens at Oakley read a lot of books and wanted to read a chapter and other. I mean, in a good, just good books. And then we'd read, me at Oakley would always read the Bible. And he would let me read it, a verse, him a verse, unless he come in from work so hard he didn't want to. I mean, he's, he's wore out, of course, get ready for bed. Back then, we had to work hard. <laughs> <laughs> but when he wasn't too tired, we read like that, and I kind of learned some. Yeah. That and I kept trying to learn a little. And uh, he helped me a lot. I could sort of read. Mm-hmm. But Sir Manus moved in here. And uh, she lived around, we called it Buzzard Roost. Buzzard Roost, And okay. she'd come around here and teach me. I kind of tried to learn me once yeah, a week. you teach you a little bit. And uh, she was really a nice lady. I loved her. And uh, we went, got far enough long. I didn't even know what a comma was. I didn't know anything. <laughs> Well, there's a lot of people well, today don't know what Well, we got to the place where she won't, I was going to have to go to town 
and be with all the whole class <laughs> trying to learn. Well, I wouldn't go. I thought they'd laugh at me. And I told her, she said, no, if they do, said they'll hear from me. And But I just, I just couldn't get the nerve up enough to go. Well, that's okay. School, school's not for everybody. So I just got to reading on my own, kept reading. I can read books now. And I work puzzle books. I well, just it out. You've got to occupy your mind with something. Yeah, you, you do. You can't get set and do nothing. Yeah. I've worked hard all of my life. Ain't no way I don't guess work much harder. But, you know, I've had a good life, and I've had a long life. Now, yeah. I don't know why the Lord's keeping me. Well, <laughs> but he is. Well, there's some reason. <laughs> well, well let, let, let me ask you this. You said you you have a sister still alive. Yeah. How old is she? She's a hundred and six, and she will be a hundred and seven the seventeenth day of this month. My word! And and what what was her name? Minnie Cooper. Right to your snap. Minnie Cooper. And uh, you mentioned you were driving. How long ago? When, when did you quit driving? The last day I drove to town was in the month of September of last year. So you were 99 years old and still driving. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Who taught you to drive? My my son-in-law. Your son-in-law? Luther baby. Well, I tell you what, you got to be a pretty good driver up here in these mountains, all these curvy roads and... Well, I, I was determined I was going to drive. And Oakley was too nervous to teach me. So Luther said he'd take me. So I got the car one day, and that evening, Luther come over, and he said, and you're going to learn to drive. I said, I'm going to try to. <laughs> and we went from here to Fairview Church. And he he was a good fellow to learn you to drive. He wasn't a holler. He wasn't a bit nervous. He'd say, watch it, Claire, watch it, Claire, if I got two inches. Mm. But if that's going to get too close, he did take the wheel and turn it a yeah. little. What was your first run-in with the law? What was that? Well, well, <laughs> What was your first run-in with the law, with the police? But with the police, I ain't had nothing with him but once. And, and I, I was a pulling in at Save a Lot store. Yeah, I, I, I was a, a pulling out, and there's a fella come through, and he barely, and then he just shot the gas jet and went on. But he said that I run a red light, but the red light was green when I pulled out. Uh-huh. And they, it's just all the strings of traffic, and some of them saying, uh, why don't you move, go on? And somebody said something, and I, I heard it till I didn't realize I was going to pull out. Mm-hmm. So I just went on to, say, or to Walmart. And the law, the police followed me, he said. Now, I didn't see him behind me. 
But I went slow, and he come up there, and he it wasn't a bit nice to me. I can tell you that. He told me if I wasn't as old as what I was, he'd take me to jail. <laughs> I said, take me off you too. I don't care. <laughs> have you ever gotten out away from Jamestown in this area? Have you, have you gone any, anywhere besides? I didn't drive to other states except it's over to Albany. Okay. But I've been several states. Yeah, okay. Well, where have you been to? Well, I went to Oregon one time. Oregon? Oh, wow, that's all the way across the country. Well, Claire, I can't tell you how many states we went through, but we stopped at a lot of them and spent the night and then went on. What was your favorite? Really, I don't know. I've seen a lot of things in California, and I've seen a lot of things in Oregon. was really gorgeous, and a few others. I uh, I spent two nights in uh, Texas. But anyway, I come back through uh, New Mexico. New Mexico, okay. And there are caves there with unique breakfast in eat breakfast Mm -hmm. there. And then you can go down through it, but you're not supposed to touch nothing. Did you touch anything? No, I was afraid to. (laughs) Hey, I wanted to get a rock a little pretty rocked yeah. <laughs> but i didn't <laughs> oh, Lord. That, it was gorgeous down there they had poles they said totem and they're white and just they're gorgeous going places will learn you quite a bit if you get in it when i went to oregon to my aunt's we st- i can't remember how many we was gone almost a month why, her son was there, lived with her. He took us a lot. He took me several places. He took me to the cemetery where his daddy was buried. And he took me to the store with him. And he took me to Grant's Path. And he took me down a, it's a river where they, a lot of people gathered to camp. It was, oh, it was gorgeous down there. And when we went through California, I went in their treehouse, they called it. There's a big old tree there. Oh, my. Ain't you never been to California? You know, I never have been to California. There's a big old tree there, and I bet he speaks around this room. They had a stove in it when I was there, and they had a table and a desk. A table with a chair, and then they had another table, and then they had a cabinet. And all this was inside of a tree. It was. A, it was. They hewed it out. It was a big tree, a big old tree. What well, must have been pretty? <laughs> must have been pretty darn big. I tell you that. I wish I'd have got a picture of it. Yeah. Well, you've lived through the Great Depression. Yeah. In World War Two. Yeah. Had so, a brother to go. In World War Two you had a brother go? Mm-hmm. Did he make it back? Well, now was that was it in the forties? Yes, ma'am. It was yeah, 40. he came back home. He come back home. He, he, 
He was in the Navy, Walter Schott. Mm-hmm. Real nice looking boy, if he was my brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's a priest. He's a brother I had. And uh, uh, me and him were pretty close. He came back and he married, moved off to Ohio. Well, when the war came, how did that how did that change your life around well, here? It was a hard time. They had to ration stuff, and they rationed coffee, sugar, lard. I don't breathe. I guess no, I can't remember. Couldn't but I didn't drink coffee at that time. But Oakley did. But we bought all we could get because his mother. Then getting up coffee, she was a coffee drinker. Okay, that's too, though. I mean, but he'd do that in order to give his mother. Yeah, well, that's what you do. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was a good man, wasn't he? He was a good man. Yes. Well, during the during the Great Depression, I mean, it, I did a little math. You were that was your teenage years during the Great Depression. In the Depression. Yes, ma'am. We about to start death. You had to live on what you growed. We growed cabbage. We growed potatoes and turnips. We dig a big hole. We had to pull grass and line it. Then we had to pull grass when it got filled up and cover them up. Mm-hmm. Then stand boards up to keep the water from going in. And then when he wanted to mess, you just had to get one little hole and then cover it back. That's okay. what we had through the winter. And they sold the eggs to buy like sugar and coffee, something you couldn't. That's the way we did it. about everybody. So y'all everybody's have, about in the boat to get. Did y'all have chickens and hogs? Yeah, we always had meat and cows to make okay. our milk. Yeah. And Dad had a grist mill, and we always had corn. But we didn't have biscuits very often. Well, I love biscuits. We had cornbread, plenty of cornbread. And milk <laughs> and butter, we churned and made our butter. And then uh, they had an election, and Roosevelt came in. And uh, he changed some things. Uh, he started, I, I think it was a PWA program. And I know Dad got to work two weeks. They they had they had to turn it around some way. They just, one family just got two weeks, other family, till they went through all of them, and then it come back their turn. Okay. And when Dad get a check, he'd get us a sack of flour. We had biscuits and gravy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I bet that would taste good, didn't it? We kept we kept flour though to make us a little gravy. We okay. didn't just use it out for biscuits. Yeah, yeah. So they would. Uh, so each family would they'd work for two weeks and get a yeah, check. Two, they, that was the way it was set up. And I said he was the best president we ever had because he saved their lives. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) He was a good president, and he started a lot of good things. But look where it's come to. They just squandered and messed it up. 
Well, now that's what they did. We need to try to do better, don't we? I wish they did better. Yeah. <laughs> when you was growing up, did all the kids have certain things they did, or, uh, or did you just do everything? We, uh, well, we usually had chores. Well, uh, some is bigger than others. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't have to milk till I got older. But if the boys was working in the field late, me and Minnie had to go milk because they had worked till dark trying to get the corn, whatever they was growing. Now, how how was you when you started milking cows? I guess I was probably about nine. Might have been. Yeah. Might not have been that. I don't know. I might have learned early. Dad learned us to milk when we got big enough to. Yeah, we had we had some cows that was at one stand still, mm-hmm. and we had one that anybody could have milked. If they could have milked, she wouldn't move back. He had learned us on her, and then we'd have to milk any of them. After we learned to milk good, we'd have to milk any of them. Some of them will kick a little with the flaggets on them, you know, and all that. <laughs> we had to watch out not let them hit her milk bucket. The buckets was different then. We used lard buckets. It got lard in them, mm-hmm. and they did not rust. They would not rust. What kind of, what were they made out of? And they had a, they called them tin. They had a bale on them. Mm-hmm. They didn't have a bale like that now. They had a war bale on them. Had good fastens on them. You wouldn't, they wouldn't come loose. That's what we'd put our milk in and take it to the spring, Satan at spring branch to keep it cold. And our butter, we'd take it to the spring. We put put it in a bowl, and, you know, after we churned it and put it in a bucket, put the lid on it, set the bucket in, and lay a rock on it so she wouldn't wash away. And it kept it good and cold. Well, it's pretty good. Good yeah. enough we drank it the best I can remember. Yeah. It tasted good then. Yeah. Of course, <laughs> we've come so far. Did your mama teach you how to cook and everything? She she died whenever Pauline was just one year old. One year old. Well, how old were you when your mama died? I was about let's see. She had Grace Wilder. I was about seven, I guess. About seven. Eight. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly. Well, I guess all you kids had to take care of each other, didn't you? I think many were very old. Just, right. I guess many is just about 15, 14, or 15. Dad done a good job with us. He kept us all together. Yeah. And the very best he could at that time. I could. I can't even imagine that. I could not imagine. I couldn't imagine. Well, I didn't imagine it then, but I can imagine now what a time he had with us. But he kept us all together. I done the very best he could by us. Do you do you remember your mama? Just barely. Just barely. Uh-huh. 
What do you remember about her? I just remember most of her laying in the bed. I remember her being sick and she couldn't get up. And Effie Reagan would come to see her. Back then, the women come when they had to stay bed off sick and sit with them of a night. But Effie always come of a day and she'd bring... Back then, they wasn't stuff to eat. She'd, she had peaches for some kind. She'd always bring some peaches for mom. Mm-hmm. That's what they give sick people to eat. And most of the time, she'd bring us these, I said, the little star bunch of pigs, <laughs> a cookie. <laughs> she'd have us a cookie. God, okay. we look forward to that. I won't never forget that. I know... My my earliest memory, I, I remember what it was, and it was with me sitting out by a hog lot. My, all my family's from West Tennessee, like Jackson, Tennessee, north of Jackson. And my very first memory was me and my granddaddy sitting out by his hog, by his hog lot. Mm-hmm. He'd, he'd, he'd hold me and he'd talk to me, and I remembered that. That's like the first thing I remember. What was the first thing that you can remember in your life? What what's the first thing that you can remember? I just remember us all of being home, I guess, when I was I don't remember too far back. I know we used to play marbles when I was little, but now the boys made their marbles out of limestone rocks. You you didn't we didn't have nothing bought. We mm-hmm. didn't get nothing bought. For Christmas, we might get an apple and a stick of candy. Well, what, Not much of anything. An apple and a stick of candy. What was the best? What was the best Christmas present that you ever got that you can remember? The best Christmas present I ever got. Yes, ma'am. Well, I can't remember that. I didn't know if maybe one year you got, you had a good year. Maybe y'all got more candy one year. And- well, as time went on, you know, it got a little better for everybody. And now then, it's got so full. Everybody needs whatever they want, but they used to, they can get it. So now then, you don't know what, what you want to eat. There's some <laughs> hard, hard to make up your mind, ain't it? Yep. Well, well let me ask you this. In my mind, sometimes I feel like I'm still I'm still thirty years old. You know, and some days I wake up and I may feel older than that, but in your in your mind, how old do you feel like you are right now? I just I I don't feel any older. I just feel about the same. And now here's a word from our sponsor. Most everybody knows what Americana looks and sounds like, but if you don't know what Americana tastes like, then you need to head on down to the Chisholm Lake Store Restaurant. Chisholm Lake Store Restaurant is located near the small town of Ripley, Tennessee, in the Mississippi River bottomlands, just down the bluff and past Cuckaburr Slough, right in the middle of the Chickasaw National Wildlife Refuge. Chisholm Lake Store is a family-owned and operated American restaurant, 
with a family-friendly atmosphere that only serves locally sourced, fresh-cut, certified Angus beef, pork, and chicken. If a great-tasting steak is what you're looking for, I'd suggest the flame-kissed ribeye and baked potato, or maybe even the perfectly seasoned thick-cut pork chop or the chicken Monterey, all cooked over an open flame. And, man, I got to tell you that the crab legs and the shrimp seared on the grill, well, they'll have you coming back for more. Chisholm Lake store also has food for the little ones, so load up everybody and bring the whole family. For store hours, directions, and all the information you'll need, look them up on Facebook at Chisholm Lake Store Restaurant, where most come for the food and some come for the atmosphere, but they all come for the taste of real Americana. Chisholm Lake, where the taste of Americana lives. Somebody told me that you make a pretty good apple, an apple stack cake. Oh, I made a lot of stack cakes, apple stack cakes. But now, it's the old recipe, and Uh I've just got it in my head. I ain't got it down. But I've sold a lot of stack cakes. Well, you better write that down. I've sold a lot more fried pies than I have stack cakes. Yeah. And I have made a few cherries. But it's mostly apple. What what did you sell your pies for? I sold them when it first started out a dollar a piece of fridays. Yeah. But I got two dollars a piece for them on the lights. Well, what was the most you ever got for one of your pies? That's all I ever got for a fried pies, two dollars a pie. And... and and I fixed chocolate pies in the pan, you know, this chocolate, coconut, butterscotch. Yeah. I, I started out selling them for $3 and a half. And then on the, I fixed some mm-hmm. and give for the senior citizens. There's uh, uh, 10 pies. Uh, I took 20 pies, 10 in each box, and they brought $250 a piece. Woo. Two hundred and fifty, man. Well, that's people going there. That's a lot of money. But, yeah, but they got all their cakes. I made a big garden. I can stuff. I've sold. I've done just about everything these do. I sold tomatoes, canned tomatoes. I sold canned beans. And I sold a lot of jams and jellies, all sorts and all kinds. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite thing to make? Pies or jams or what do you like? I to do? always like to can as when I was able to do it. It's steady of it, but mm-hmm. I can't do it anymore. And it kind of bothers me, but I've got to live with it. Well, that's all right because you've made plenty. You. In your lifetime, well, you made plenty of them. It helped me out a lot. Mm-hmm. I didn't draw very much to pay bills with, so so you do whatever you can to make a living. Right. Mm-hmm. When you left, I had a big lot of debts, but the good Lord helped me to do the work. I wasn't sick much, little, but not much. Me and Jeff made Crops of tobacco, or me and her made them herself. Sold tobacco. I had to grow a garden, can stuff, fry pies, whatever it took. But I've got through. 
I guess I'm happier than these. It's got a million dollars late. <laughs> I don't think about it. Start. Lord, take care of you if you live. That's your promise. You, is that you like to go gin singing? Why, sure. Ben Maisie Bader went all over these hills and hollers. Did me, you really? Me and Flossie Robbins. Did you find a lot? No, not a big lot. She could find it better than I could. She learned me. She learned me how to find it, the way it looked like. Me and her went. She kept wanting me to go with her, and I went with her. And she found a bunch. She gave me the top so I could see it. And I I couldn't see it as good as she could. But maybe she could spot that stuff good. Isn't it amazing how some people can? Because I've had people try to teach me that before, and I'll, I'll wander around through the hills all day might might find one i'm just not i'm not good at it i can't i can't hardly find but it. but i can't do that no more give anything for good when you get out in the woods it's so peaceful quiet it seems like you can feel the lord <laughs> 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 i've went some but myself but not too far but i wouldn't dare get out in the woods now if i was able for for those people that don't know we're we're talking about they call it singing, but it's looking for ginseng, just walking through the mountains and looking for ginseng. And Some people sell it. They find enough to sell. Well, I saw what I could find. I, I think the most I ever got was, I think like it's two or three hundred dollars. Okay. But some people can find it maybe five hundred yeah. or a thousand. Yeah. It's hard to find for me. I can't. I yeah. never could do that. What's the secret to living a long, a long life? I don't know. I can't explain that. It is when it's just for us to live that long is all I know. But I hope and pray the good Lord don't let me live that long. This whole world is getting wicked, and we ain't got no good gospel like we used to have. Do anything you want to. You can't do that and live for the Lord. I know I'm not perfect. Never will be. This old flesh is sinful. But I'm going to tell you, that which is born to God is perfect. And I want to live just as perfect as I know how the rest of my life. I've made too many blunders the way it is. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe to us on social media and leave a raving review on your favorite podcast app. Also, like us on Facebook and Instagram where you can see pictures and videos of each episode. And as always, thanks for listening.